it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we're doing another edition of the State of the Jets Roundtable with a return guest, somebody who's a legendary sports writer, one of the best in the field, broke the Reggie Bush scandal story, if you remember, when it turned out that there had been some improprieties there, caused him to not get the Heisman Trophy. And, of course, he's written many, many books, including Elway, A Relentless Life, about a guy who went to his alma mater, John Elway. And now he's got a new book out, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Jason Cole. Jason, thanks so much for coming back on the show, sir. Uh, Always good to be here. Thank you very much, Scott. Jason, let's start with the Aaron Rodgers acquisition. What did you think overall? I think it's something that they had to do. Um, No question. you you got a building defense. Obviously, Zach Wilson's not working out on the short term. His teammates have lost faith in him. You weren't going to be able to fix him right away. Mike White was not going to be able to step in and be a full-time starter. He's truly a backup kind of guy or, you know, a bottom-of-the-league kind of starter. If you're going to take advantage of where you are in this place in time and try and compete for a Super Bowl, you go get Rodgers. You just do it and you do whatever you have to do to get him. And I don't think they paid an outrageous price to get Aaron Rodgers. You know, the question is, you know, who is Aaron Rodgers at this point in terms of his head? Is his head really into doing this? Is he focused on winning? Um, that's number one. Number two, how long is he going to do it? Is this a one-year deal? Or are you on the same 
kind of year to year cycle that we're on? And is he kind of holding you hostage um, as a result of that? I mean, I, I think Rogers are already sort of holding the judge in his own way um, and forcing them to do certain things, but that's okay. Cause he's there and you didn't have a better answer. How surprised are you that Zach Wilson didn't turn out as well as everybody was expecting him to? Did you see this coming at all? Um, yeah, I, I kind of did. He made me uncomfortable at the draft when he was doing all those um, kind of glam shots and the day of the draft. I remember thinking to myself, this guy's got his priorities wrong. It's, he doesn't have just on the th- that he needs to do to be a good football player he's focused on all the other things um around being a quarterback such as marketing and you know trying to make money off field i was uncomfortable before that when he went through the the agent representation process and basically it was just a bidding war like the the people who ended up um representing him simply offered the most money to him in marketing guarantees it wasn't about by getting an agent who's going to help me manage my career is am i getting an agent who is going to help guide me through this process it's just money Um, and that's not focusing on the real work and the real background that you have to have to be ready to do that job. And as a result, the thing that you haven't seen Wilson is he's not prepared on the field. You know, that, that whole thing between him and Dwayne Brown last year, when Dwayne Brown, you know, was visibly upset with him on a, on a play. I can't remember which game it was, but you know, he threw in the wrong, he, he, I think on that play and Dwayne Brown is just looking at him like, dude, you don't know the play. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You don't know the guy you're supposed to be throwing to. And you can see Garrett Wilson, you know, you can see the body language on him getting upset that the ball is not getting delivered when it's supposed to be delivered, given what the play call is supposed to be. And you can see Zach Wilson, when he's dropping back, he's got those yips that are based on he doesn't know what he's looking at. Well, that's not a physical thing about can you – can you physically play the position? I think physically Zach Wilson has, you know, has the ability to play the position. What he's not is not prepared. And there's nothing, you know, that's just lunch pail stuff, man. First in, last out, study, look at, you know, you know, look at what you're supposed to be doing, knowing the, the play calls, know all supposed to go. Like when you watch a kid like Brock Purdy, who's not physically gifted, but he knows where the ball is supposed to go. And if you play in, a, you know, if you're surrounded by really talented people and you know where the place is supposed to get, where the ball is supposed to go, and you just deliver it to where it's supposed to go, you're going to be very successful. That's what that kid did. Even though he's a limited, he's limited in terms of physical gift, um, he knows the place. doesn't. And again, I think he's, I think it's obvious he's been focused on the wrong thing from the even before his career started and throughout it so far. Um, and I don't know that you can flip that switch that easily when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. 
Do you think that Aaron Rodgers being here might change things for the better in the future? That's what the Jets have been saying, and that's what Aaron Rodgers seems to be saying, is that part of this process is going to be to try to resurrect Zach Wilson to be ready for the time when Aaron Rodgers is no longer here. Do you think that's a realistic possibility? It's possible. For Zach Wilson, that dude should have, like, he should be renting, he should be renting a room at the Jets facility. And sleeping there and going going over film every single night, like he shouldn't have, he shouldn't be thinking about having any other kind of life out, away from the gym. You know? But that's if, if if Zach Wilson's serious about resurrecting his career, that should be what he's doing. And I don't know exactly what he's doing. I don't follow it like that. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. In the meantime, while we wait to see if Zach Wilson can get resurrected, as we know Aaron Rodgers is here, he'll be the quarterback this year, and we'll see how much longer it goes on after that. But in the meantime, 2023, some high expectations for the Jets. What do you think about the moves that they made in the offseason? Did they add enough pieces around Aaron Rodgers to make this team into a legitimate championship contender? I like most of the moves that they've made. You know, bringing Lazard is, you know, is already made 
uh, move because you want to have somebody who knows how to work with Rogers. Same thing with Randall Cobb. Cobb is a you know third down favorite for Rogers. So in critical third down situations, you know he he has somebody on the field he trusts who he knows is thinking exactly the way that he thinks. Um, Garrett Wilson obviously is a star. You know he's he was established after one year. I think that guy's going to be going to be great. I think a really important move is. If they have any kind of chance of resuscitating Corey Davis um, and making him a contributing player, he's not going to be a star player, but an important contributing player, making him a number two or number three is really important um, and putting less of the burden on him. So I like that, you know, he's got to hope that Brees Hall is, is healthy. Getting him back is important. Um, I like you know the combination of tight ends that they have the t- the top two guys Azama and Conklin. I like that combination. So from a weapon standpoint, I think they're okay everywhere. I think you know bringing Turner you know, gives you a little bit more stability. All these kinds of things. I think the defense again was you know they've changed it out a few, but the basis the the fact the defense is the Quinn and Williams. He's, and he you know, just took off last year. I think what I think the important part is: Are they going to be able to have an offensive line that understands how to block for Rodgers? And are they, those guys going to pick up what Rodgers wants done in front of him because he holds the ball a lot longer than most other quarterbacks because of the way that he sees the field. And so you have to do things a little bit different. And I think the guys. In, with the Packers understood what is what is Rodgers going to do in these certain situations. And there has to be a lot of trust because obviously an offensive lineman is not seeing the quarterback do that. Um, you know, the quarterback is behind him, you know, 95% of the time. So he's not seeing that. There has to be a trust. I know what the guy's going to do if this happens. And that that kind of communication, they have to get up to speed really quickly. Jason, what did you think of the Jets draft? Now, the big criticism that we heard from Mark Ross, who was in the Giants front office, the right-hand man to Jerry Reese when the Giants won two Super Bowls, when he came on this show was that he felt like with a win-now window and Aaron Rodgers here, the Jets needed to try and draft more players that could be instant impact for them. And the only one that he identified as a guy that he thinks could be a big deal right away for them is Joe Tipman, their second-round draft pick, the center out of Wisconsin. He was a little flustered by some of the other picks. Now, I like the players that they got, but I understand his point. I think the guys they drafted overall, it's a solid class, and these guys will probably be pretty good. But Will McDonald is a player who will be in the rotation year one. How much is he going to be on the field with the way that Robert Sala likes to use these defensive ends? And then you look at a guy like Carter Warren, who the Jets drafted in the fourth round, who is probably not going to start right away. So his point was that the Jets, knowing that they have to try to win right now, should have tried to draft more guys that could be day one players. Did you like the strategy or do you think Mark has a point there? Well, there's a point there, but they made a trade for the quarterback, right? So they got the best day one player that you could possibly have, <laughs> right? Um, and you can't make a trade and then expect to get day one ready guys when you're moving down in your picks. So I under, I respect what Ross has to say, and I, I'm not saying he's you know that he's not making a point, but like you can't have both. It's like 
you don't get to load up like you unless you want to trade away your next three years worth of draft picks and gut your future and say we're all in this year and we're going to draft you know four guys in the first five guys in the first two rounds if you're if you want to do that sure but you know that I, I mean, there's a there's a big danger to do that because if, you, if this doesn't pay off you're going to be terrible for years and years and years. You get into that Tampa Bay cycle where they pushed all in for John Gruden. You know, they won a championship, but then for a decade they weren't, you know, somewhere between mediocre and, and bad, right, for 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 a decade. Like, to look at these guys, I, I'm concerned with McDonald. Is, is he really 236 pounds? I have not seen the guy with my own eyeball. Okay, I've seen you know tape of him. Is he really that lightweight? I mean, if he is, he is a part-time player just to start because he'll get otherwise he'll get overwhelmed. Tipman, you know, is your typical bigger, you know, the the trend now is for bigger centers. You know, it used to be you wanted those guys to be, you know, at most six foot two, six foot three. Tipman's a bigger guy. Um, sturdy guy in the middle that you can't push the pocket back. That's fine. Um, and again. The question is, will he be able to understand what Rodgers wants done? Will he be able to communicate with the line? You know, he better be a bright guy. Um, so that that's a major question. But, yeah, he's going to play right away. The rest of it is your usual kind of set of pro- projects of guys who you, know, you hope they'll work their way up into playing time at some point in time, starting with, with Warren. I think the running back in the fifth round, and I'm not going to pretend I know how to say his last name, but – that's another kid that, you know, is he going to be able to step in and, and get some playing time and give them, you know, the depth running back? Because every team needs depth at running back. And I think especially the Jets need depth at running back, given that you don't know exactly what Hall is going to be coming off of that injury. You're hoping for the best. You're hoping that he comes back the, and looks like the player he was last year. But you don't know that you get into games. Where are you at with Robert Sala and Joe Douglas right now? Do you think that they're the right two guys for the Jets in this moment? I think Sala is a, is a good high energy guy who is important to you know to rebuilding the defense and the general core. I guess the what you'd say the spirit of the team, and I don't like to get too much psychological mumbo jumbo, but there has to be an enthusiasm for playing. Like guys have to like playing football. Because it's not a fun thing to do, right? Like it, it's fun to play the games, but the drudgery and the pain that goes into playing football, you know, there has to be something that gets you through it. And Salah has that right attitude. And Douglas has generally made the right moves. I don't know that he's, you know, I don't know that he's great. Great as a GM, the the Rogers move is going to be the defining move of his career at this point in time. Um, but they're, they appear to be on the right track. They're clearly a couple of years behind where Buffalo is. I think they're a couple of moves behind what the Dolphins did. But this move on Rodgers can make up all that difference, right? He can catapult them beyond those teams in a hurry. So to me, and, and even beyond the Patriots, especially, you know, by himself, if he's into this, if he's bought in. And that may be enough to buy them time. The one concern I have with Salah is that I don't think he recognized the issues that he had 
with Zach Wilson, this is not a small thing, right? You've got to recognize as your quarterback, the leader, your on-field leader of your team, take football seriously in the way that he needs to take football seriously, right? So, you know, this is a major thing for Sala that he didn't put his thumb on this guy and say, look, you're not doing the work that you need to do to be ready to play and find a way to discipline that kid right away because that that had an effect on the entire team the entire season. If If they have Wilson at least able to play and functional – and you're, you're thinking that you can tip the scales from seven and ten, and maybe get yourself into that nine and eight range where you're all of a sudden talking about being a playoff contender, right? That's really, really important um, to recognize. And the fact that he didn't recognize that is a major, major concern to me in terms of understanding the overall function of your team. He's a really good defensive coordinator, but one thing is that. You know, defensive coordinators often do is they say, well, I'm just going to leave the offense top, my offensive coordinator. As long as I know what the plan is, I'm all right. Um, that's not how this works. Jason, what do you think the realistic ceiling and floor for the Jets would be this year? You talked about the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Bills. How do you think the Jets stack up there? Do they have a realistic chance at the division? Could they make a deep run? Is that possible? Is this maybe something where expectations are being set a little bit too high? Do you have any predictions in terms of record and where this shakes out for the Jets in 2023? No, I think they're one of the great wild cards. Uh, they're the story that everybody's going to pay attention to. Number one, it's New York. Number two, it's the, you know, it's the Jets. Number three, it's Aaron Rodgers. And you can put them, you can put Rodgers as the number one reason, right? That you, that you follow and pay attention to this team. Where is this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Where is he in his career? Is, is he doing everything he can to win? Um, or is he sort of playing out the, the, the string of his career to just prove that, oh, yeah, I'm still a great quarterback, but I'm just I'm sort of proving it for myself. It's not about how the team performs. Because I will say this. I think there was a point with Rodgers, the – in the last couple of years where after they took Jordan Love in Green Bay, it had been about winning. It had been about the frustration he had had with both general manager Brian Gutekunst and previous general manager Ted Thompson. He had had frustration, and with coach Mike McCarthy, he had had frustration in Green Bay about the fact that they weren't winning. And to me, the read I had on that was he looks at himself as a better quarterback than Tom Brady, but Brady's winning all the championships and getting the accolades as the greatest quarterback of all time, where Rodgers, you know, arguably is physically his equal, if not better, right, in terms of the skill set that he has. I thought that after they took Jordan Love – there was a battle for control with Brian Gutekunst that went as far as him wanting to get Gutekunst fired. And that that desire for control, like he ran the team. And he ran the team with Matt LaFleur. He ran the team with Gutekunst. He ran the team so much that he was forced his way into getting the, the biggest salary ever for a quarterback and to get paid and to try and run the show. And... My 
this is a this is the question I have. Is he in this to win? Or is he in this to flex his muscles? Um and and you know, that's a it's a deep question that I don't think any of us can really answer, you know, uh, you know, except for to watch and see how it plays out. But that Aaron ultimately has to answer for himself, because this is his legacy. Is he gonna be the guy who, you know, won one you know, the super talented, uber talented guy who only won one Super Bowl in his career when he should have won, you know, multiple Super Bowls at least. And so if you if you get that really focused Aaron Rodgers, it's the sky's the limit. They could win the division. They could compete for a Super Bowl. They could, you know, they could, you know, cut through what's a very deep AFC. Um if you don't, you could have a really mediocre season the way that they did last year um, in Green Bay and the way ultimately the previous two seasons ended for Green Bay in the playoffs with you know losses to, to San Francisco, right? Like you could have really disappointing games. You know, there was two lot of the three seasons actually, you know, two losses to San Francisco out there, including the one at home, which was just a devastating loss. And then the loss to Tampa Bay the year that um, the Buccaneers, you know, won the won the title. Um, I I just I don't know, but I'm fascinated to watch what the what happens with this team. Many people are fascinated, especially Jets fans. We've got our hopes up in a way that we haven't in quite a while, probably since the last time the Jets went to the AFC Championship game. So it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out this year. Jason Cole, noted author and somebody who has a new book out right now. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. I want to talk a little bit about your book before you go. Tell us what it's Mm -hmm. about and how people can get it if they like and also how they can interact with you on social media. I know you're very interactive and I know obviously if people buy your book, you're willing to sign it and all that, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, My latest book to start with that is called Shut Up. Your kid is not that great. So <laughs> normally I've done, you know, biographies and things like that. You know, those are most of my books. This one is sort of my heart, you know, experience from my heart of, you know, the things I followed both as a sports writer and you know, as a youth coach. I, you know, I coached little league baseball before I even ever had kids. I coached little league baseball for like eight years um and loved it um coached you know youth sports when my kids were growing up um also you know watched tons of parents you know from the youth level all the way through the professional level been around them and also you know have a lot of friends who are in the entertainment business you know actors singers um people who are in academics um you know all sorts of levels and so I've observed a lot of stories about parents and how they push their kids and how they, you know, they fawn over their kids in ways that are sometimes unhealthy. Um, And this is a sort of tongue in cheek look at that. It's very sarcastic. So that that New York audience should really love it. Um, So your Jets fans, your Jets fans really love um, shut up. Your kid is not that great. Buy it for yourself, buy it for your friends, buy it for anybody who's about to have kids. Um, because it's sort of a like back off sometimes you know like this is their life make them happy that they're doing whatever it is that they're doing make them enjoy it 
It's not you living vicariously through your kids. That's the general tone of this while trying to be funny. Yeah, and just so people understand the background of this book, um, I was, it, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a little sarcastic. Yeah, um, trying, trying to teach people a, a little bit about how to do this um, without lecturing them, right? But the but how I came up with this idea is uh, my agent, uh, Jared Weisfeld, who owns Objective Entertainment, lives in New Jersey. Um, we were talking, and he's coaching fourth and fifth grade basketball. He's coaching his twin sons, and just trying to trying to have some fun with his kids. You know, his kids are not headed for the NBA or anything like that. He knows that. He just wants them to play a little ball and have that experience, right? And he just found out that parents get in, like, get, they get so serious about this. Like, they were actually complaining about the fact that one team had an extra hour, you know, of time to get ready or rested up for a playoff game at one point. So they were complaining about that. He said, look, they're kids. Just let them play. Let them have a good time. Stay out of the way, right? And so that that was, that kind of led us to this long conversation where I was like, people just need to shut up and realize their kid's not that great. Their kid's not going to the NBA in all likelihood. And this is not going to determine it. What it's going to determine whether they play in the NBA or not, really, is whether they fall in love with playing sports, fall in love with whatever activity they're doing, and they're willing to do the work on their own that it takes to be great at it. That's what you need to really push for your kids. Do they really love it on their own? So, and, you know, and stop worrying about how great they are at that particular moment. If only Todd Marinovich's father had gotten this book, if you could get a time machine, go back in time and give <laughs> Todd Marinovich's or, father well, this book. Well, I, I, should, I should say one, send one to baby Gronk's dad. Right? Yes. That's, uh, <laughs> yes. Like your kid's in fourth grade. Stop. You know, like don't, don't do, don't, don't do this because you're, you're creating such such a potential for failure for your kid if it doesn't work out that he's probably going to hate you um for this and you know the kind of uh, it just it's watching watching baby gronk's dad is disgusting watching brave baby gronk is kind of fun because he's you know but the dad is manipulating the kids so much it's really it's really an awful thing to watch it really is it boggles my mind and i will say when i saw the title of your book it reminded me of a famous bit by George Carlin, a bit that was similar to one that was also done by the late Bill Hicks, where he said, your children are not special. I know you think they're special. They're special to you, but they're not special to everybody else. And so, like you said, <laughs> shut up. Your kid is not that great. Perfect way to put it. You see all the craziness with the explosion of these little league parents that take everything way too seriously. And we need to take it down a notch and be funnier about this. And so I'm glad that you wrote this book. So make sure that you get yourself a copy. And Jason is very interactive on social media. He's always good about signing books for people that buy them. If you buy one of his other books too, Elway, A Relentless Life, can't recommend that one enough. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter and read his books. They're all really great. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on the channel. 
also watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you. Thank you shirt, the play like a jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.